This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Tell you what, let me explain. It's free. Free. Nothing. Nada. There's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone. Yeah, your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, many, many more. Uh, and i tell you, the distribution is fantastic. You can make money from your podcast. Yes, money. Yes, you can make money with zero or no minimum listenership. Pausing for dramatic effect. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So, I tell you what, download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started and do it now. Now, go, 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 do it now. Go. Attention all internet. Put the children in their cages. Shoot your pets. Yank grandmother's plug. Put down your crack pipe. It's time for Very Dark, Very Quick. Welcome to Very Dark, Very Quick. I am Mike, and I am, as always, with Aaron. Hey, it's Aaron. How y'all doing? All right, so this week, what is our topic du jour? Well, Mike, this week we're going to be talking about conspiracies and conspiracy mm. theories, the real wacko shit. When talking about conspiracy theories, uh, the first one that comes to my mind is the Illuminati. Sure. If, if only we'd have known when we were kids that all we had to do was join the Freemasons. Next thing you know, yeah. we're ruling the world. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah. I still don't know much about the Masons and all that stuff. It just seems very secretive to me. I don't, I don't, and I guess by their own choice. The obscurity that the Freemasons uh, kind of cultivate for themselves is really the source of all of the controversy. There's nothing mm. there. Yeah, I didn't think there was either. I mean, you know, when you when you start talking about Shriners and and uh, Freemasons and stuff, I just picture them all in those tiny little cars with fezes <laughs> on riding around the street, and I just don't think those guys are ruling anything. Yeah, that's the thing. They're, they're a very benevolent organization, and it's kind of funny to see all this weird shade that gets thrown on them. Like, they get blamed for some of the worst things that ever happened in humanity, you know, getting lumped in with that Illuminati thing. and. They're just a bunch of guys that are doing wonderful things for their communities. And I wonder if that's part of it, you know, that uh, it's the yin and the yang of anything. You know, you do enough good, then somebody throws some bad on you or something. But, you know, these guys that go out and help burned kids can't really be, uh, you know, I, I would think that would be their deal if they were really in league with Satan. You know, hey, more burned kids. You know, it's kind of like the uh, rumors that get spread about people like Mr. Rogers and Bob Ross. 
you know, the rumor was Bob Ross has like 19 confirmed kills in Vietnam or something. And it's just because he seems like such a nice, warm, happy guy. It's kind of funny to say shit like that, but some people actually take it seriously. There is something funny, though, uh, to think of him, you know, with like an AK or something in his hand. (laughs) You know, yeah, tre- treading through the jungle. Got a bandana on his head, screaming mm-hmm. as he's mowing down a school in Vietnam. Happy little villages. <laughs> Fuck your happy little villages. <laughs> so as far as, as conspiracy theories goes, um, I think there's one guy out there that, that comes to mind, right, whenever you think about conspiracy theories. Alex Jones. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So tell me, you have a lot more history watching and listening to this guy than I do. Tell me your take on this dude. Okay, back in the Bush years, Alex Jones got his fame by claiming that Bush did 9-11. Alex Jones was the guy who was like, Bush did it. Bush and bin Laden are cousins and shit like that. And That's a pretty good impression of his voice you got there. Was that pretty good? Well, I, I got to like tell that. you, I've listened to a lot of Alex Jones. I haven't listened to much Alex Jones in the last uh, six or seven years because it just kind of lost its magic for me once he started believing his own bullshit, which is where we're at now. Alex Jones used to be very, very funny. Uh, I mean, he would have people that would call into his show and just tell the most ridiculous stories like Art Bell. But, you know, Art Bell was always amenable to the callers, but Alex Jones Mm -hmm. would go even further. Alex Jones would just straight up jump on their side get riled up about whatever it is they're talking about and really just roll with them and it Mm -hmm. was very entertaining and he knew and he still does know i hope that it's all bullshit alex jones is from uh, austin texas and he does a show in austin texas really Uh, yeah yeah oh i didn't i didn't know that about him you didn't know that yeah he's a Uh -uh, texan he's he's been there forever if you walk around austin long enough you're bound to run into him I don't think I'd be able to pick him out of a lineup. Really? You know? He oh, looks God. like fat. He looks like a fat John Ritter to me. And you know that's another thing. Alex Jones, as he's gotten crazier and crazier, he's gotten fatter and fatter, yeah. which yeah. is really weird. And, you know, and it's because he's getting fucking rich. This yeah. dude went from soup cans to T bones, and uh, I mean almost overnight. Well, he sells a shitload of products now too, right? All those, all that doomsday stuff. Uh, yeah, prepper stuff, colloidal yeah. silver. He sells, uh, <laughs> you know, rations and just the the dumbest shit. You know, that's kind of the thing with radio shows. Radio shows attract the weirdest advertisers, and uh, you know, it, they're very, very niche with him because he really only has one type of audience at this point. And that I'd interrupt you just real quick and say that we are amenable to any advertisement. So uh, I don't want anybody thinking that we would uh, turn away anybody's crazy products. No, fuck no. I'll sell the shit out of your colloidal (laughs) silver. I don't care if it turns people blue and makes them die of liver failure. I'll sell it. Fuck yeah. yeah. Pay me. So the silver, is that the stuff you're supposed to be like putting in your drinks and things like that? Is that what that is? Yeah. I, I don't I don't know what the health benefits of it are supposed to be, but I remember seeing a picture of a guy who drank so much colloidal silver that he literally turned blue. Jesus. And it's kind of funny too because he had a he had a big white beard. He looked like Papa Smurf. There are no scientists out there that are backing up the colloidal silver claims, whatever they happen to be. So it seemed to me that that um, Alex Jones took a real turn when Sandy Hook happened. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know what? I think he probably just pinpointed the moment where he went mm-hmm. off the deep end. 
Yeah, for anybody to come out and start talking about a massacre of children like that being set up and staged, I just, you know, let's say it was. I don't want to be the fucking one to say that. I mean, good God. This is where we coined one of the most repulsive phrases I've ever heard in my life, and that is crisis actors. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's and that was his deal, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's just a real shithead. I don't I don't like the guy. And I, it's not like I've had that much experience listening to him. I've listened to him a few times and seen him a few times, but every time I see him, I just get the heebie-jeebies from him, you know? He's just a really high-strung, insane person. And like I say, he didn't used to be. But yeah. I'll, I'll tell you this. He went through a divorce earlier this year, and oh. he had to testify that he was playing a character on the radio because right. they were going to take his fucking kids away because all the evidence they need to know that he is a fucked up father is right out there for everyone to see. Yeah. So he had to basically disavow his own show and he still lost his kids. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. And now Mr. Dr. Science PhD. Well, so it seems we have some conspiracy theorists in this world. Folks, Aren't these just the wild imaginations of humans that seek a fantasy world to explain their so-called truth? This is Mr. Dr. Science PhD to bring you the real truth to this. I hear there is a conspiracy theorist calling the government out for exposing frogs to chemicals to turn them gay. Really now? As an honorary scientist, this really is no laughing matter, and the frogs truly are in danger. Frogs are actually an indicator species. What does that mean? It means they are the first species to tell us when an ecosystem is foobarred is what it means. They can absorb chemicals through their skin, which could identify there is a problem in the water of our areas. This lets us humans know that we are really screwing things up. And that is no conspiracy theory. Pure scientific fact. Take it from me. I do have an honorary degree from the University of Denmark. Subject for renewal. This has been Mr. Dr. Science PhD saying don't pay attention to the conspiracy theorists. They are not very riveting. I mean riveting. Well, except for aliens. That is another thing altogether. You're listening to Aaron and Mike, and now back to the show. Paul is dead. <laughs> so the uh, the urban legend is that uh, the singer, bass player from the Beatles, Paul McCartney, died in 1966 in a car accident and was mm-hmm. replaced by a fake Paul McCartney, who is often referred to as Fall. This particular conspiracy theory I find to be very creepy. So, uh, supposedly there's hundreds of clues that have been left in, uh, Beatles music to kind of lead people into acknowledgement of the fact that Paul was dead. See, apparently the record label didn't want to have to announce that Paul McCartney was dead because they were afraid that it would hurt album sales. So they enlisted a lookalike and they just carried on as normal. The surviving members of the Beatles were instructed to never talk about it. And uh, they complied. Have you heard about this at all, Mike? Well, I had heard about it, but I didn't realize it went this deep. I thought it was just kind of a a thing that people said. There's actually a couple of really good documentaries out there. There's just something about it that just seems so sinister. Mm -hmm. At the end of Strawberry Fields Forever, there's some audio that doesn't sound quite right. And if you play it backwards, it kind of sort of sounds like John saying, I buried Paul. (laughs) and it it really kind of does you know that is a compelling piece of evidence i've never understood the backwards masking stuff i mean i don't know man it just seems like a very uh bad way of getting your satanic message across 
you remember uh, there was the big satanic panic and one of the things that got drug out a lot was Judas Priest. Uh, Some kid killed himself and one of his friends said that he had been playing Judas Priest backwards and some person found a part of a song that when you played it backwards it kind of sounded like he said try suicide and so there was this huge thing judas priest got dragged into court and it was it was a big deal people took this very seriously of course it was never a thing it was always dumb and backwards masking has been proven to not actually be able to affect people subliminally your brain doesn't subconsciously reverse Mm -hmm. shit that you hear and turn it into ideas no it's all bullshit no if that were the case you know people like coke and pepsi would have been using it a long time ago sergeant peppers i don't know if you've seen the album cover for sergeant peppers but it's got all this shit going on on it and there's like 50 or so visual pieces of evidence that have been uncovered in that album cover that people use and plenty of song lyrics um oh the walrus was paul uh there's a song called glass onion on the white album uh he says i've got a secret for you all the walrus was paul and a lot of people you know they think that that i am the walrus is about paul being killed and Mm. I, i don't know where the link is drawn the best i've been able to find is that somebody said that when paul was killed in the car wreck he was all fucked up and looked like a walrus and so john lennon (laughs) wrote that as kind of a a clue the whole premise behind this myth is that the beatles are trying to tell us that this happened while not uh alerting their record company to the fact that they're trying to do that yeah and you know when you when you start talking about the paul mccartney thing then it it leads you to other famous people that supposedly didn't die like elvis and uh the fact that hitler made it out of the bunker well i mean if hitler didn't make it out of the bunker that certainly is um big news yeah you would think so um but i don't really understand the why that would be a deal i don't know why they would make that into a thing you know why what what does it matter if he did well you know they have a whole show on it apparently there's some compelling evidence another myth uh about the beatles that has much less traction than the paul is dead thing but is definitely out there is the idea that the beatles never existed that they have always been a band of revolving actors that look quite a bit alike the beatles have gone through some pretty rapid um changes every record kind of has a different version of the beatles uh they reinvent themselves for every record the way they act the way they talk the things they're singing about the way they dress you know they they've gone through several phases and uh part of this myth is that all of these phases are actually just different sets of actors playing the beatles it's dumb yeah, it is kind of dumb. But you know what? If they are, then uh, what's the difference between that and the monkeys? You know, I mean, the monkeys were just actors they picked out also. So here's a, here's one that's really off the wall, and I'm not going to talk much about it because there's not much to talk about it, but I think it's pretty funny. That is the uh, conspiracy theory that Saddam Hussein had a Stargate and that the Second <laughs> Gulf War <laughs> was waged uh, in order to close the Stargate. <laughs> I want to see that movie. Yeah, that's great. A Stargate. He had a, he had a fucking Stargate, so we had to we had to get in there and uh, close it. Yeah, I love that. 
Yeah, that would be fantastic. I would love to see that Stargate. I'd love to see any kind of uh, proof they have on that. Because not only that, that would do a couple of things. It would um, tell us that the New World Order is real. It would tell us that uh, we apparently have alien technology as a Stargate and that Saddam Hussein, I guess, did he go through the Stargate? No, he opened the Stargate to try and usher in an alien invasion. <laughs> do, do, does he does he seem like a guy who would open a Stargate? I mean, no, but I could definitely see Gaddafi doing some shit like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gaddafi, no question. But uh, Hussein, not so much. No, I don't think he could find his way around a Stargate. The CIA created AIDS. Oh, I heard that. So that yeah. they could uh, keep the black man down. But you know, yeah. there this myth is actually rooted in some fact. Uh, the Tuskegee experiment, I believe. Right. right. Uh, this was a thing they did um, in the 70s where they infected a bunch of uh, black men at clinics with syphilis uh, mm -hmm. just to kind of test it, see what syphilis did to people. It was kind of our version of... Uh, of the experiments that Mengele was running in uh, in Nazi Germany, it's kind of the same thing, and we fucking did that shit. It's a fact. It started with us giving uh, smallpox blankets to Indians. Uh, yeah, and then, that's true. I mean, we've done we've done some pretty bad things. Yes, but last time I looked, I, AIDS affects a lot of people. Right, but the whole idea was that um, the epidemic in 1981 was created by the CIA. Basically, they are responsible for AIDS becoming prolific. Before then, it was just a virus that um, primates got and spread around to each other. They engineered it to, uh, to affect humans and then put it out there for everyone to get. Mm -hmm. It's a fact. I think <laughs> it's a fact. So uh, the one that that doesn't ever seem to go away are these stupid chemtrails. Tell me about that. So chemtrails are what's turning the frickin' frogs gay, Mike. That's what I've heard. Basically, the idea is that when you look up in the sky and you see those trails that planes leave as they're flying around, uh, mm -hmm. what you're actually looking at is a chemical concoction that has been spread in an aerosol suspension by planes basically to infect the populations below them. Now, the chemicals that are claimed to be being dispersed this way range from uh, hormones to keep you from reproducing, make you reproduce more, or turn your frickin' frogs gay, uh, yeah. all the way to anthrax and other biological agents, um, nanomachines that right. create Manchurian candidates out of people yeah. that breathe these things in. It, it, right. This is a huge vehicle for whatever conspiracy theory you want to run with. It's always the chemtrails. You know, chemtrails are why everybody's got cancer. Chemtrails are why everybody's autistic. This is a kind of a catch-all when you can't explain a vector of infection. It's chemtrails. Yeah, yeah. Or vaccinations. Right. Well, that's the new chemtrails. And now, Information Skirmish with Alice Crohn's. Listen up, folks. We all know that the New World Order is using reptilian laser technology to turn the weather gay. But did you know about the Amish agenda? I'm Alice Crohn's, and I'm here to warn you. You need to wake up, sheeple. This is real scary stuff here. It just makes me sick. 
This thing goes all the way back to the early days of North American colonization. The government doesn't want you to know that America was first settled by the Amish way back in the 1300s. They wanted the country to themselves, so they sabotaged any European efforts at settling the continent. Roanoke? Oh yeah, folks. The settlers at Roanoke were actually killed by clockwork mechanical turkeys running off tiny nuclear reactors. That's why you never see the Amish using electricity. They have much more advanced nuclear technology. Have for years, folks. Wake up. They don't want to share their advanced knowledge with the rest of society. They consider us all to be invaders, so they power down their above-ground facilities whenever people come to their villages to buy blankets and soap. The truth is, deep underneath the ground, they have an advanced Amish society living in vast utopian complexes all over the world. They use stargates to travel back and forth between them. They also have technology to open up stargates to other dimensions, which they use to bring in beings from other worlds that share their sinister agenda. Bigfoot, the Loch Ness Monster, Bat Squatch, Demons, Mormons, Crab People, Magma Golems, and even the French. These are the kind of people we're up against, folks. They do sick experiments trying to make human hybrids. That's right, I'm talking about chimeras, folks. Bat Boy, Lobster Boy, the Bearded Lady. These aren't just random genetic anomalies, folks. These are the results of the terrible Amish experiments that escaped and tried to reintegrate into society. They want to do these sick experiments on your children. So they invented libraries, which are just Amish mind control centers. They plant subliminal messages in children's books, people. Wake up! You think you're telling your children about the dangers of giving cookies to mice, but you're really unknowingly indoctrinating them. When the uprising starts, your brainwashed children will rise up and kill you all. Then they'll go through a stargate to the Hitler dimension for processing. That's right, folks. Wake up. There's a dimension where everyone has been turned into Hitler. When they have enough Hitlers, they're going to put their evil plan into motion. You don't have to believe me, guys. I'm just a red-blooded American man fighting the old world order. I guess I'm just a monkey in a tree eating bananas and going, ooh, ooh, ah, ah. Listen, I'm just a manatee swimming in the water and going, squeak, squeak, boo, boo. I'm a giraffe, people. My neck is eight feet long and I can eat leaves from the tops of trees. I'm a pig, folks. Wake up. I root around in the mud and go, oink, oink. I have a corkscrew tail, people. Wake up. The government and several psychologists, my ex-wives, my children, and even my own mother will try to discredit me and tell you I'm crazy. But we all know that they just want to silence me. Don't fall for it, people. Ah! You're listening to Aaron and Mike. Now back to the show. The biggest conspiracy theory ever this is what made conspiracy theories a household name. This is what got your grandma talking about conspiracy theories. And of course I am talking about JFK. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Down into the left. Yep. Back into the left, actually back into the left, back yeah. into the I'm left. Sorry. I think I was thinking of the Seinfeld episode. You know, uh, they always, people always ask you if it's too soon to talk about things. It's amazing that something like an assassination of a sitting U.S. president can now be laughed about. I mean, that, that's pretty fascinating to me. And it's just, it's not just now. I mean, this thing has been fodder for bad jokes forever. Uh, the late, great Bill Hicks had one of the funniest ever routines about JFK. Uh, I think it was something like... Um, well, he was equating it to, to Jesus. He said, you know, everybody's running around wearing crosses. Do you think Jesus, when he comes back, wants to see a fucking cross? He said, <laughs> That's that, true. that'd be like wearing a pendant with a sniper rifle on it in front of Jackie Kennedy. Yeah, yeah, you know? same thing. He was a funny dude. 
Oh, God, yes. Hey, he was a very big proponent of many conspiracy theories. Bill Hicks was the original Alex Jones. Oh, and did you know that there is plenty of people out there who believe that Alex Jones actually is Bill Hicks? (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. Yes. And and it's actually kind of circle closes. It's actually fairly compelling because if you look at old pictures of Alex Jones, he really does resemble Bill Hicks quite a bit. They have a very similar voice and a very similar cadence and uh they're about the same age and um and they're both from austin <laughs> well that that sews it shut that's for it. me that's i guess it. that's it yeah so the jfk assassination um conspiracy theory involves the government actually trying to get rid of jfk i think the idea was he was going to relax uh, the sanctions against the country of Cuba. And also, he was young, very young president, very idealistic Democrat. And his vice president, Lyndon B. Johnson, supposedly had something to do with it. He was the shadow government's top pick for head dude in charge, and they had to get JFK out of the way. So the presidential motorcade was going through Dooley Plaza in Dallas um, when from uh the city library book depository a man named lee harvey oswald shot uh john f kennedy several times uh killing him and also wounding john b Connolly. and so they think that maybe oswald was acting with russia or cuba or somebody like that i know that's come up they've said that lyndon johnson played a huge part in it uh, the CIA and FBI knew about all of it. I can't think of a a single um, conspiracy theory that has gone on as long as that one has. And now with Trump um, releasing most of those records, I kind of expected there to be like a big bombshell, but um, I haven't really heard anything of you. Rumor has it that most of the actual records were destroyed in a fire like in the 90s. So, you know... I think that the the JFK conspiracy is generally one that people tend to believe. It seems very plausible, especially given uh, the transitions that happened after that. It it really was well, you know, we we uh, escalated the Vietnam War almost immediately after that. So I'm looking at a list of some things here that's that's come out, um, and there's nothing real big, but there is one that says a British local newspaper got a phone call 25 minutes before the shooting, tipping them off to some big news in America. The FBI warned local police about a plan to kill Lee Harvey Oswald, but they failed to protect him. Are you talking about, of course, when Lee Harvey Oswald was killed by a man named Jack Ruby before mm-hmm. he got a chance to testify? Yeah. Uh, so basically the shooter was wiped out by a man who had known mob associations, which really fueled the fire for this. I mean, why kill Oswald? Jack Ruby was a teamster, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you know, he, he was probably a Democrat, but didn't have any real reason to just go ape shit. It's not like Oswald was walking around free. He was being brought to justice. So why kill him? Yeah, yeah. A lot of it doesn't make much sense. I think that it does make sense in the context of the conspiracy theory. This is one conspiracy theory, Mike, that I stand behind fully. There's definitely more to it. And I I would not doubt that parts of our government were involved. 
But I think what what lends uh, credence to things like this is time. Also, the fact that it's been going on for so long. Yes. It's just like the Teamster guy that went missing. Oh, Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah, it's just like the Jimmy Hoffa thing. I mean, does anybody really care at this point? Probably not. And anybody that was involved is probably dead. But the fact that it's been going on for so long, we've been hearing about it for so long, lends a ton more credibility to it. Yes, and the Jimmy Hoffa thing, it really isn't a matter of did it happen. The whole thing there is where's the body. Right, right. I mean, he was obviously killed by the mafia. There's nobody really disputing that. Yeah. They said he was he was buried under the 50-yard line at uh, Giant Stadium, I think. <laughs> yeah. It's Giant Stadium, but uh, I always heard it was in the, uh, the end zone. All right. So uh, I think we uh, pretty well dispelled all that. I think we've taken care of that. Nobody needs to talk about it anymore. Yes. We can uh, drop the whole JFK conspiracy theory. <laughs> it has been solved here tonight, folks. So we do have a very similar uh, conspiracy theory that's being spread around right now. Have you heard of Seth Rich? Mm-mm. No. So Seth Rich is was a person that was working for the DNC during the uh, run-up to the Clinton campaign that supposedly was leaking information about Hillary Clinton. Yeah, I know who you're talking about now. The guy who got shot in the, the mugging or whatever. Right. He was shot yeah. in a mugging, but nothing was stolen. Seems like a hit. Probably was a hit. I don't know, but that is that is a, something very similar to the JFK conspiracy theory that is going on right now, and it's actually uh, being investigated at this point. The Clinton thing's been with us for a while, too, the fact that uh, people that work for them keep dying. Yes, the Clintons have a huge amount of mysterious deaths surrounding them. Absolutely. Yeah, I read somewhere yesterday that it was like 50-plus. Mm-hmm, tons. Jesus, that's a lot of people to kill. Yeah. I mean, not by Hitler standards, but still. No, no, hard to beat Hitler. (laughs) It is going to be hard to beat Hitler. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That is the one thing he's always going to be best at, Mm -hmm. being the bad guy. You know, the thing is, I bet there's not a lot of kids named Adolf in Germany still. It's not legal to name your kid Adolf, or at least it wasn't for a long time. Yeah, I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that. I mean, look at look at how much he took down. I mean, he he he, he ruined that see, little mustache. <laughs> well, he ruined the mustache, even though Michael Jordan tried to get it back going. Did um, not work out for him. No, I never understood why you would choose that look. That is one of the things that got ruined by Adolf. So the name you can't ever say Adolf without people thinking Hitler. You certainly can't say Hitler in a good context. He ruined uh, the mustache, like you say. He took the swastika, which was really a sign of peace, and turned it into this horrible thing. So, I mean, you know, billions of Indians later, they're like, give us back our damn symbol. Well, even Uh, the word Holocaust, you can't really use that anymore because it has become a, a noun describing this single event. Yeah, yeah. And, you know... I hate the way that that's been co-opted too. like, you know, people call you a grammar Nazi or they call, I've even heard them talk about Holocaust when they talk about vaccinations and stuff. It just, it doesn't make any sense the way that people use those things and throw those terms around. Yeah. People do like to bring up the Nazis whenever anybody does anything. (laughs) Yeah, It's like, this is what the Nazis did. 
yeah, I don't think you're ever really going to be able to compare them to that. No. You know, the fact that the fact that I don't give a kid a pencil in class and he calls me a Nazi, you know, I don't think is really on par with with what happened. And now the lighter side of life with Lady Glitter Sparkles. Good evening, friends. Let us start with a full bodied inhale. And then exhale all of that worry and trouble away. I want to talk about something very near and dear to my heart. Conspiracy theories about veganism. Being a vegan myself, I can already tell you that these rumors are not true. We are just like you, but better. No, we don't run the government, though I'm sure there are some highly admirable and amazing people that work in the government and also happen to be vegan. The only conspiracy that we are a part of is exposing the truth about the meat industry. We slaughter millions of innocent, beautiful animals so that someone can have a disgusting burger or greasy fried chicken filled with hormones that cause all kinds of mental health issues. How can you monsters live with yourself? How can you look a sweet little chicken in the eye knowing that you are going to be devouring their flesh? It's deplorable in my opinion absolutely hideously deplorable there's no excuse for it none at all how would you like it if we chopped your children and oh i'm getting that look from my producer slash spiritual advisor again which means that my aura is out of balance okay let's clear out our chakras and start again while the vegan community has a rational agenda for not eating meat It does not mean that we are trying to take over the world or tank the meat industry. If anything, we are trying to bring harmony and peace to the living world around us, even if you are a damn meat eater. As always, this has been The Lighter Side of Life with Lady Glitter Sparkles. Namaste. You're listening to Aaron and Mike. Now, back to the show. So want to talk about 9-11 or you want to just pass that one by no i'm more than willing to talk about 9-11 that's fine so another grand conspiracy this is another one of those you know staples of conspiracy theory is Mm -hmm. 9-11 uh the government uh run by george w bush did 9-11 jet fuel don't melt steel beams right that's right right right. which is not true jet fuel will melt steel beams Uh, Yeah, I don't know if people understand how steel is made, but it is forged with fire. Right, right, exactly. For people who don't know about 9-11, the Al-Qaeda, which was... uh, Yeah, that is freaking crazy to me now. Also, uh, bringing up being a teacher again, I'm now teaching kids who were not even alive when when that happened and have no real context when we talk about it. And see, that's crazy because, you know, 9-11 was one of those things that when it happened, everybody was like so somber about it. Uh, People people don't make jokes about 9-11. They really don't. No, they really don't. They really don't. And it's uh, they probably never really will. No. Uh, It's one of those things that uh, it can polarize your your entire career, I would think. But anyways, for those who don't know, the 9-11 attacks happened on September 11th, 2001. This was the second attack on the World Trade Center in New York. 
al-Qaeda, which was a terrorist organization at the time led by a guy called Osama bin Laden, uh, hijacked two planes. Actually, they hijacked several planes. But two of those planes, they flew into the two tall buildings of the World Trade Center complex, uh, the Twin Towers, bringing both of those buildings down. And they flew another one into the Pentagon. 2,000 American citizens died in those attacks. Uh, and it is the worst attack on U.S. soil since uh, Pearl Harbor. But I think it actually more people died in that than Pearl Harbor. In 2001, when that happened, I think we all kind of remember where we were, what we were doing when that happened. It was a big moment in everyone's life that was, you know, an adult at the time. Oh, sure. Uh, it was it was kind of a it was a big jab at America. It was kind of the beginning of the end for peace in the world. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. we never had world peace, but America was at peace at the time. Uh, for we an had awfully been, long time. Yeah, yeah, we had been for a while, and we haven't been since. This was the big strike from Islamic terror. It kind of started this whole thing, this whole worldwide police force that we seem to be running now. Um, yeah. But uh, but what really fuels this conspiracy theory and kind of makes it look a little bit legitimate is that there was a, an ancillary building, Building 7 of the World Trade Center complex, was not hit by any plane it was um it caught fire that building uh fell as well although it doesn't seem to have had any reason to fall it just caught fire and then it went down the media was way on top of this this was kind of the beginning of the 24-hour news cycle the media took the excuse to go full-blown soap opera and start doing more more dramatic stuff and and they milked this 9-11 thing for all it was worth it definitely made the fox news network yes well and msnbc as well yeah uh, all yeah. the news networks had stars that that kind of came out at this time rudy giuliani became a celebrity yeah. on that day yeah. but one of the weird things that happened on that day was the bin laden family the bin laden mm. family is kind of a wealthy influential family in saudi arabia uh they were known to be good friends with uh george w bush and his father uh mm -hmm. who was also president at one time and um they were in america when it went down after 9-11 happened, after the attacks, all planes were grounded in the United States. Every single plane in the United States was grounded. There was no air traffic that day that wasn't military except for one. Theirs. Theirs. The Bin yep. Ladens. The Bin Ladens were allowed to get in a plane and fly back to Saudi Arabia. They were the only fucking plane in the sky. That's weird. Yeah, it's pretty weird. You know, you you talk about uh, personality makers, and I don't know that anybody really talks about how bad George Bush was doing before 9-11. He was having a bad presidency. And then this thing happened. It rewrote a lot of his history, and it's probably what got him in there uh, a second time. Uh, he rode the coattails of this thing, and I know that sounds terrible, but he really did. It made him a star, too. Uh, George W. Bush also became the uh, a big target for people like Alex Jones during this time. I mean, 
this conspiracy theory was so incredibly <laughs> widespread. This was wrecking homes. There were people who, you know, you'd have a husband and wife. One of them thought it was an inside job and the other one didn't. And they would literally divorce over this because yeah. people felt so very strongly about this thing. And there honestly is a lot of evidence out there that kind of makes it look like it. And there was a lot of, uh, as with every other conspiracy theory that has statistics involved, uh, misrepresented statistics. Sure. And now, a word from this week's sponsor. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere Thursday at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Do you often wish you were fancy? Oh. Is your mayonnaise and trailer park life getting you down? Oh. Are you a stupid American who knows nothing about the rest of the world? <coughs> you can't fix your state in life, but you can join the new Grip of the Month Club. Grapes. For only $19.95 each month you can delude yourself into thinking you could ever be French. Oh. The grape are picked by a Frenchman, in a French town, and shipped to your dirty unkempt American shack for you to enjoy with your disgusting, gaping mouth and uncultured palette. Je n'aime pas beaucoup ça. www.grapeofthemonth.com to order. That is if you can read and write. Oh. Stupid Américain, ces raisins sont du supermarché autour du coin. You want to talk about Pizzagate? Pizzagate? Of course I want to talk about Pizzagate. So Pizzagate is a conspiracy theory that kind of emerged back in 2016. This was a bit of fallout from the Hillary Clinton email scandal. There were a lot of emails that were found that had come from John Podesta, Hillary Clinton's campaign manager. Uh, one of the worst kept secrets of Washington is that John Podesta is a pedophile. And mm. um, when Hillary Clinton's emails were leaked, people started going through them and they started noticing that there were a lot of references to pizza in in weird, just non-contextual areas of some of these emails. So somebody out there on the Internet, probably somewhere around the 4chan part of the Internet, uh, <laughs> developed this Pizzagate conspiracy theory that basically... The, when they were talking about pizza, they were actually talking about children and that there was a pedophile ring being run among the Washington elites and that John Podesta was maybe the ringleader of this thing. Ah, and yeah. uh, there, were, there was a place called Comet Ping Pong. Comet Ping Pong was a 
pizzeria and arcade in um in washington dc that <laughs> was supposedly uh the epicenter of this prostitution ring this is where op- the operations were being held and so people that were subscribing to this uh, Pizzagate conspiracy theory were calling and harassing the place, trying to break in so they could see what was going on in the in the hidden rooms that were supposedly in there. And it was just this big thing. A lot of people ended up getting harassed. There was a shooting. Somebody uh, went out there with an AR-15 and shot up the place. This thing grew some legs. I can't believe you didn't hear about this. It's actually still being talked about. Um, but Well, I heard about the Podesta thing and the kids and all that. I just didn't realize they were calling it Pizzagate. And I had never heard that they were referring to kids as pizza. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of the whole thing. Uh, This is one of those times when the most unlikely players entered the arena and actually managed to get this thing debunked. It was Snopes. Uh, The fine people at Snopes actually went through the evidence and found that that these claims are completely unfounded. That's one of those things I am always happy to tell my my students about is Snopes. Yeah, Yeah. it's always a good idea. Yep. Yep. So basically what this was was the theory said that – that cheese pizza was kind of a code for child pornography. And apparently they found uh, a whole lot of references to cheese pizza in these Podesta emails that they had intercepted. And basically this whole thing started with 4chan, but for our listeners that don't know about 4chan, uh, 4chan is a anonymous um, web forum that is known for uh, harboring some really sick individuals and uh, some actual, you know, illegal things are are being done you get a lot of doxing coming from these guys you know where they find out who people are in real life that like kick a puppy and they Mm -hmm. get a SWAT team to go over and shoot them in the face shit like that Um, but they have a habit of taking little things and running with them and just taking them to the absolute extreme and that's what happened here Pizzagate very much is a product of the collective imagination of the the people of 4chan um, but it, it really did, it did grow legs. You know, people were connecting the whole thing through, uh, company logos of the companies that were involved, uh, kind of connecting them to Satanism and pedophilia and, uh, you know, a whole lot of, of people were implicated in the public eye in these things. And as you know, when the public gets a hold of somebody's name and connection with something, that person's career is never going to go back to where it was before. A lot of lives were ruined by this thing. Poor Anthony Weiner. Oh, oh, Jesus Christ. You want to talk (laughs) about a fucking letdown? (laughs) He was supposed to fucking save us, man. Yeah, he was a real idiot. What a When your name is Weiner, don't put your dick on the internet. (laughs) He just couldn't stop. Yeah, he's he's in jail right now because know. he texted his dick to a 14-year-old girl. I mean, I'd I'd go to prison for 40 years, but he got like 12 months. Yeah. Well, you know. So, and, uh the and then, pe- and then you can tie and then you can tie his wife into the whole Pizzagate thing as well, right? Absolutely. Uh Huma Abedin, mm-hmm. his his wife, who the conspiracy theories like to say has been Hillary Clinton's lesbian lover for some time. <laughs> uh, um um Alex Jones, he picked this thing up and and put it out there for his audience and just made it even bigger and bigger. And, you know, basically at this point, the Clintons and Podesta and the entire DNC have been uh, accused of human trafficking. 
uh, via this this network of pizza shops uh, that actually are places where you can uh, go to watch, purchase, or make child porn. Yeesh. And now, shut up, you're wrong with Volk. Welcome and thank you for returning to Shut Up with Volk, Gay Frogs. Now, that's the base tagline that people like to lay out. Chemical outlines from fucking planes are the only thing that could cause a chemical alteration of a frog species. Fucking stupid asses, are you serious? We already know this from older research that they do this. Hell, there's a slug that fucking does this and actually is two different sexes at once trying to fuck each other and bite each other's cocks off. A plane flying over be the only thing altering this reality. For God's sakes, there's a billion realities and there's a billion bad things. But for fuck's sakes, gay frogs from chemtrails? Ugh! The reality that we still have fucking frogs and not dead from chemical outline is a good thing. They're very sensitive. Alter their sexual preferences. It's just sex. Yes, men and women in that reality do kind of line up for animals. But at the same time, during times that, you know, mating goes on, other male frogs will hop onto a male frog as they're trying to mate with a female. Why? Because chemtrails. So, humanity is a failing of itself. So, there you go. You got goddamn gay frogs laid to fucking rest. That's my only hope. And thank you very much. This is Shut Up With Volk. Because please, God damn it, just shut up. Mike, oh my God, you're listening to Aaron and Mike. Now back to the friggin' show. Project MK Ultra was. It was a real deal, right? Yes, it, it, the MK Ultra was a real program. Nobody really knows what the extent of this program was, but they were experiments to try and break people psychologically in order to make them do what you wanted them to do. Rumor has it that uh, a lot of these experiments in in breaking people were conducted in college campuses. Um, mm-hmm. Harvard being one of particular note because of uh, Ted Kaczynski, uh, mm-hmm. the Unabomber. When Ted Kaczynski was in Harvard, um, according to him, and there are some corroborating witnesses to this, but their credibility is of question. Uh, Ted Kaczynski was made to kind of have a a mental break during his time at Harvard. He would be asked by these government handlers to write his thoughts and feelings, basically um, have a journal, and then they would read his journal in front of him and make him take LSD and then just berate him, just break him down emotionally over his own thoughts and feelings, which I guess they targeted him for this because he was able to externalize on paper exactly how he was feeling. He poured his heart out into these things and they just busted him down for it, Mm -hmm. insulted him and all this while he was on LSD and supposedly gave him a a mental break. Of of course, Ted Kaczynski ended up uh, becoming the famous Unabomber and releasing the famous Unabomber Manifesto. This guy turned into basically an anti-technologist, a Luddite, sent several low-tech but very well-made bombs to journalists, scientists, um, and people that he thought were a part of the problem. 
turning America and society into a bunch of people who are obsessed and reliant on technology, which we we became. But this was in the 90s, and it was a big deal. But yeah, that whole thing has been linked to MK Ultra, and there's some pretty compelling evidence for it. Yeah, that's something that uh, the U.S. has always been good at, is uh, creating problems like that. I mean, when you look back at bin Laden, you look back at Kaczynski, all these guys, um, they got their start being uh, manipulated by the government. Yep. So, Mike, what do you think about the New World Order? What I understand about the New World Order uh, is probably pretty murky. Like I said, that that was building up big with 9-11, and it just kind of, that's where I caught all the fervor of listening to all this stuff and getting involved, and then I had to get out because it affected me so much. Um, I know that uh, they talk about Bilderberg a lot, uh, the Bilderberg group, when they talk about New World Order. And from my understanding, it is a group of um, people from around the world, uh, some of the most rich and powerful people in the world who make decisions for the for the planet itself. Uh, I know I've seen the thing from Alex Jones where, you know, the last, I don't know, 20 presidents or something have gone to visit the Bilderberg group before they've been elected. Um you know, New World Order was the big word, or I guess that whole conspiracy thing started with George Bush Sr., right? He mentioned that at one point. Well, no, you know, the the term actually existed already, and he said it in a speech. He said that we were building a New World Order. It mm-hmm. was an innocuous uh, stringing together of words that just happened to be a slogan for a particular type of conspiracy theory and that is the globalists theory right you're uh, with, talking about you're talking about like the world bank you're talking about skull and bones you're talking about uh, the federal reserve system all of that stuff all of it kind of being grouped into one big thing these are people who want to make a one world government the rich will rule the poor and there's a facet of this which involves eugenics where basically they want to exterminate 80 percent of the world's population But basically, they want to create a world where these elites can live like kings and whatever percent of the population that is not elite that they don't kill is going to be their servants. Well, and then anytime you mention things like world governments and stuff like that, then you get the the hard right that comes in and mentions things that were said in the Bible and different verses and growing up um, in the Baptist church, uh, the Southern Baptist church for me, uh, I can tell you those people run with stuff pretty quick. Oh yes, absolutely. The, uh, this particular theory was, um, was, is very popular amongst Christians. Just the more hardcore sects of Christianity seem to have run with this. Yeah. Hardcore is, is definitely a good way to say it because they, I know from just growing up in what I grew up in, um, it's either their way or it's no way. There's no real give or take there. Yeah, pretty much. The world is what they say it is, and if something doesn't look right, it's because of a conspiracy against them. It's so weird, too, because they're the first ones to throw conspiracies at you. You know, they've got their own little conspiracies, whether it's uh, reading something in the Bible and making it sound a different way or or whatever they it, it really is a pot calling a kettle black situation 
Well, and you know, that's another thing that we're seeing a lot amongst uh, the current administration is a lot of the times they'll come out and say, oh, my opponent is doing this when it turns out they're just projecting exactly what they're doing. You're absolutely right. The uh, New World Order is one of those things, though, when you really start looking at it, it goes way, way deeper than it probably should. And um, it was one of the ones that scared the living shit out of me. I mean, when you really start looking into this thing, it, it can get a little freaky. This is a really fun thing to kind of think about here. The Philadelphia Experiment was uh, popularized in a novel by Charles Berlitz. Uh, the novel's called The Philadelphia Experiment. Um, but it was picked up by conspiracy theorists. Basically, the gist of it is uh, that in Philadelphia, in a naval shipyard in 1943, a U.S. Navy destroyer called the uh, USS Eldridge uh, was made invisible using technology that was being experimented with by the United States uh, military. And the, basically, they found a way to bend light around an object, but it went wrong. And the Eldridge was actually transported out of the shipyard to somewhere else. And eventually it reappeared far at sea, far away from where it had disappeared. And many of the sailors that were on the ship were badly injured because when the ship rematerialized, some of them rematerialized with it in the metal and wood. And they, they basically yeah. were melded into the structure of the ship. So you had people that had arms and legs and heads that were just protruding from the walls as if... It's basically, basically the movie The Fly. Yeah, yeah. It was a very, it's a very Cronenbergian thing to think yeah. about and, and honestly yeah. quite horrifying, which is why it's so compelling to me because it's just so weird and science fiction-y that I just, I mm -hmm. kind of love this one. It's not yeah. true, of course, but... It's uh, not true, huh? No, definitely how not. You, how do you know it's not true? Because it's fucking impossible, Mike. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I didn't I didn't pick up on that part of it. And now, Crazy Vicky. I am what most would call a true believer. <laughs> a tinfoil hat and not a conspiracy theorist. This is a badge I wear proudly. I have seen things. I have experienced things. These things are outside of your normal day-to-day so-called reality. When I was little, my mother said I would talk to people who were not in the room. Spirits. Apparitions. I remember many a night waking up to lights flashing in my face. Loud sounds. Not being able to move. Then darkness. Not all of those times were in mommy's special closet either. Even as a small child, I knew I was different. I knew it. The other kids knew it. Mommy's friend, Uncle Steve, knew it. Uh-oh. I just remembered something. Note to self, call Dr. Horowitz about the voices. She's on to us! She's on to us! No, 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 she's not on to us. Quick, quick, quiet your mind! Anyway, I can tell you that aliens are real. I have seen them many a times. Once they even abducted me. It was a very dark, bumpy ride. It smelled a little like gasoline for some reason. The red lights would go off in my face. My mouth was fastened shut with what felt like space-age tape. I woke the next day wet in my mother's arms. More, but it's all, it's all kind of hazy because of, of the night pills. I, I remember, I remember, I remember, I remember. You're listening to Ed and Mike. Now, back to the show. To 
think that we're the only ones in this vast, um, not only our universe, but all the other universes is pretty, um, pretty self-serving. I think that, um, there's gotta be something out there. Uh, yeah, you know, there's actually a mathematic theorem that describes, I, be, I believe it's called the Drake equation, basically proves that the probability of us being the only um, intelligent life in the universe is statistically impossible and unfathomable. The fact is, there is life out there. There has to be. So he's a singer and a mathematician? Yeah, it was Canada's uh, own Drake who mm. came up with this, uh, the rapper <laughs> and uh, former Degrassi star. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's not he's not just a pretty face, people. Yeah, so I, I agree. I mean, there's got to be stuff out there. However, to take it to the place uh, somebody like David Icke takes it, where everybody's a reptile, um, I think is a little uh, uh, a little far. And, you know, I'll tell you, I really do kind of love the David Icke reptilian agenda conspiracy. It's kind of one of my favorites. It's my guilty yeah. pleasure um, because it is uh, kind of compelling in the way that sometimes you don't really understand the motivations of the elite. Sometimes they're just real fucking shitheads for no good reason. And it, and it just kind of makes you wonder what their motivations are. I mean, you look at it with the environmental thing, you know, you've got, uh, you've got the, the new head of the EPA that basically believes that global warming is a hoax and, and all this. And, and there's pretty good evidence that it is in fact a man-made phenomena and that we are causing it and that it needs to be reversed. There are people out there that have some kind of agenda against hard science that's, you know, they, they really are just going to great lengths to discredit this thing. And it kind of makes you wonder why. I mean, they've got to live on the same planet we do. Or do they? <laughs> Well, I would I would tell you that I am not full on board with the uh, with global warming. Um, that again, it feels like a conspiracy theory to me. Uh, the fact that uh, uh, the former vice president kind of created it to to make cash. Well, Mike, by the time I'm done editing, you won't feel that way anymore. <laughs> yes, I do believe it all. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> That's right, Mike. I'm glad I've hitched myself to this star. That's good. <laughs> like I say, the David Icke reptilian agenda conspiracy theory is a really fun one because you get to watch all of these really cool videos of people like Hillary Clinton and the Bushes and President Obama that have been, uh, you know, put through several different compression uh, programs for broadcast on YouTube or or wherever. When you run a piece of video through just too damn many compression algorithms, you end up with these little aberrations, uh, artifacts in in the video where you start to see bits of the video that don't quite track right, or you see little blips and different anomalies, which David Icke and people that subscribe to this theory uh, will will record and put out on the internet and you know they'll do the thing where they where they show it to you and then they slow the video down and then they put the little spotlight in the middle where you see the little thing on the side of the guy's lip where it's like one pixel that flips to the wrong color for a second but that's the reptilian cloaking device malfunctioning uh, and and we're starting to see a little bit of their real faces come out so my thinking on that is that um, these guys are reptiles 
who are smart enough to infiltrate every facet of our world, uh, build cloaking devices, um, change the way we do business, the way we think about everything, but they're not quite smart enough to keep the thing on all the time. It's going to be somebody with, with a VHS who's able to, to figure it all out. And for me, I think that if there was any validity to any of this, wouldn't they just like say, hey, we're the reptilians. We got badass technology and we can kill you all. Shine my fucking shoes, humans. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, why not just speak up? I would think you'd get a lot more done, though, you know, if you just went ahead and came out and said, hey, we're the reptiles. We're here. Fuck you. Yeah, we're taking over this joint. I mean, that's all they have to do, right? Yep. And now, fun talk time with people who know stuff and tell me things by Josh. Hello, I'm Josh with Very Dark, Very Quick, and I'm here with... Abby. Abby. How are you doing today, Abby? I'm okay. So today the topic is conspiracy theories. Do you have any favorite conspiracy theories? Do you, or do you take any stock in any of them? How do, how do you feel about just in general conspiracy theories? I believe in them. You believe in them. Okay, and what is the one main conspiracy theory that you are just all about? Aliens. Would that have anything to do with the fact that you're wearing a tinfoil hat? No, that's something else. Okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Oh, Jesus. <clears throat> okay, um, okay, so, so what do you, so you believe that aliens did crash in Roswell, New Mexico, and uh, government's covering it up with Area 51, is, is that, is that correct? Yes, I do. Gotcha, all right, good deal. And uh, why do you think the aliens came in the first place? Well, I think they came because they wanted to find out about us, but now that they have, they just want to kill us all. Really? And what steps do you think they've taken to start trying to kill us all? Well, they've infiltrated everything. The military, schools, subways. Subways, really? And uh, why, do you, why do you say subways? I think that they're trying to get us to eat bigger food. Bigger food, okay. Why, why do you think they're trying to get us to eat bigger food? So that we can become big and then we'll die. And they'll take over the world. So are the aliens actually smaller than us? Well, no, they're, they're medium height. Maybe a buck fifty. Okay, okay. So that, 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 that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. And um, as far as with Elvis, uh, you know, towards the end of his life, he kind of got a little bigger, and then, you know, just things just went downhill. Uh, do you think the aliens had anything to do with that? Yes, because they worship Elvis. Really? The, the aliens worship Elvis? That's why they made him so big at the end. And then they took him away to their planet. And now they want all of us to look like that, too. Wow, okay. So is that actually why you're wearing the tinfoil hat? You're trying to emulate Elvis? No. People are talking to me right now. And you wanted to do an interview with me, so I had to put my hat on to keep them quiet. Oh, I see. Okay, well, um... Uh, once you once you uh, once you take your hat off, you can tell the voices I said thank you for your time. I appreciate you, Abby. And uh, do you have any last words for for Elvis? Long live rock and roll. Long live rock and roll. There you have it from Abby. Thank you, Abby. You're welcome. And her voices. Oh yes, they say hi. And hi. And hi. Okay. And hi. <laughs> Thank you.
what what is your stance on conspiracy theories? I think conspiracy theories are kooky. I, I don't I don't believe in any of them, and and I don't care for them. Uh, I don't listen to the radio because um, a lot of a lot of uh, even modern news is conspiracy theory, and and and, and a lot of this fake news nonsense. But also, I don't listen to music because music's hypnosis and mind control. So uh, there's that too. Other than that, I don't I don't care for conspiracy theories. No, no. All music, all, all music's just uh, you know, it's it's social conditioning. It's it's it, it's it's soft, you know, tapping in the mind. You know, pick yourself. Any any religion, any 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 government, they all have anthems. They all have songs. They inundate their their their, their populace with them from one moment to the next. You you can't hardly get away from music. Ever tried to go to a, a grocery store or buy some clothes without listening to music? You can't. It's pumping through the walls. Look, science has shown that. Whenever you're playing music, melodic or, or rhythmic beats can, can really, you know, lower the brain waves and, and, and make you, you know, more, more susceptible to suggestion. Okay, I see. So if someone were to actually take our recording right now and actually do one of those auto-tuned songs to everything you were saying, how would you feel about that? Heck, you put a funky beat to this and I can make you kill your grandma. Can you say that one more time for us? Uh, I mean, uh, no, 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 I can't. I, I probably shouldn't have said anything before, but, you know, theoretically, theoretically, I could have, I could make you kill your grandma. There you have it, uh, ladies and gentlemen, with Marty. He, uh, he's going to try and get you to kill your own grandmother. No, no wait, no, I'm, I'm... Thank you, Marty. You have a yeah, good night. Take wait, care. Wait, please. I'm Josh with Very Dark, Very Quick, and I'm here with... Bob. Bob, okay. Nice nice to meet you, Bob. How you doing tonight? All right. Okay, good deal, Bob. All right, okay, so tonight we're actually going to be talking about conspiracy theories. Um, what do you feel about conspiracy theories? Do you have any, do you see any validity in any of them? How, how do you feel about conspiracy theories, Bob? Conspiracy theories, more like truth. I'll tell you one thing, Rick. My brother, he was in the military. He told me right there and then once 9-11 happened that it was an inside job. Ching. I'll tell you that right now. Do you believe in them? Uh, b- believe in believing conspiracy theories, Bob? Yes. This this interview is uh, actually for others and not necessarily myself, Bob. I, I usually try and that's keep my... That's a conspiracy theory right there in itself. Okay, please, please explain how that's a conspiracy theory, Bob. I'd, I'd like to hear. Because what people are you referring to? Um, I, I didn't. I don't even think I mentioned people, Bob. That's a conspiracy in itself. Right. Okay. Um. Oh Jesus. Okay. Well, hey, thank you so much, Bob. I, I appreciate you. And I'm getting uh, paid for this, right? No, no, Bob. Um. This is not a... Get off me! Get off me! Help! Help! Hi, I'm Josh with Very Dark, Very Quick, and I am here with... Uh, can you go ahead and say it again, ma'am? Lulu. Hey, Lulu. How, how you doing this week? I'm good. I'm good. Great. <laughs> All right. Glad to hear it. So, yeah, this week we're actually uh, talking about conspiracy theories. Do you take any stock in them? Do you believe in them? Uh, how, do you, how do you feel about conspiracy theories, Lulu? Uh, it depends on who's conspiring. I believe that there is an act against me to not ever get a front row parking spot. Um, I believe that Walmart is the home of the devil. 
and um, JFK was killed by a magic bullet. So that's what I believe. And do you actually think that all three of those uh, happened to correlate in any form or fashion? Uh, not really, Illuminati. Um, but I will say that, you know, it's just weird how things occur, you know. Um, I won't, I'm not going to say that it's all Donald Trump's fault, but I kind of believe it's all Donald Trump's fault. Oh, okay, okay. I see, I see. So, have you, did you always have issues with parking before Donald Trump, or has it just been through your entire life ever since he was, you know, making money, or what's, what's going on there, Lulu? Well, he is older than me, so yeah, my entire life he's been blocking my parking spot, uh, waves of positivity. So, so yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. And then, as far as with Walmart actually being uh, controlled by the devil, how does that? I mean, wh- why? Why do you say that, Lulu? Why do you say that? Have you been to Walmart? Uh, yeah, actually, I had a, a brief stint where I actually uh, worked there for a little while. Um, okay, please do tell, do tell. Well, you've seen the South Park episode, right? Like, of, of, of the Walmart. It's not Walmart. I use air quotes when I say this. It's not Walmart, but it's the huge store. And, yeah, I truly believe that all souls go to die at Walmart. That's what hell is. It's a giant Walmart with two lanes open, and you have four items that you need for home. And that's what it is. And what would those four items be that you have, Lulu? My four items in Walmart hell are um, a box of tampons, um, some liquor, because there are some Walmarts that sell liquor, um, a roll of toilet paper, and hemorrhoid cream. Desperately needed, but you can't use it until you leave. Well, I mean, they do have bathrooms there, Lulu. I'm just saying. You just got, you got to pay first. That's the rule in Walmart. You gotta pay first, or you get that old guy Martin who, who was in retirement, but his kids blew all of his money, is standing there watching you and judging you as you fill every orifice of your body. You know the the hemorrhoid cream is only supposed to go, in in the uh, the recommended rectal area, correct, Lulu? What? Yeah, you're not supposed to eat that or put it in your nose, ears, or. The anus is an orifice. It's a hole. <laughs> yes, yes, just just that. That is the only location for for the hemorrhoid uh, hemorrhoid cream, Lulu. So says you. Uh, do you have any last words for Martin from Walmart if he's listening? Listen here, Martin. I know how to count to fifteen, but I just don't care. I got to get home. Thank you, Lulu. <laughs> You're welcome. Hi, I'm I'm Josh with Very Dark Very Quick, and I'm here with Jack. Jack, uh, and how you doing tonight, Jack? I'm good, and you? Doing good, doing good. So yeah, Jack. Okay, uh, tonight we're actually talking about conspiracy theories. Uh, how do you feel about them? Uh, do you, are you taking any stock in them? What, what's what's your general thoughts on conspiracy theories? I don't take too much uh, stock in conspiracy theories. However, I have just a strong hatred for pandas, and I don't think that they should exist. I don't know if that's a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy to keep them alive at this point, but I just don't like them anymore. Wow. Okay. Um, so what's what's your issue with uh, with the panda bear, Jack? So pandas are worthless. 
They don't do much. They sit around, eat 90% of their weight in food every day, and then shit most of that out. Uh, they don't reproduce frequently enough to be worth saving. They are the useless, charismatic megafauna. Uh, they have the genes to eat beef and other meat. Not necessarily beef, but to eat meat. But they don't. Therefore, they don't receive enough energy from it. And therefore, they're useless, and we shouldn't save them anymore. And China owns all of them. Uh, that being a an, an endangered species. and uh, you... Not anymore. They were oh. removed from the endangered list recently. You say that one more time? They were removed from the endangered list a few months ago, so they're no longer endangered. Wow, okay, so that, that's good. That means that they're they're starting to, to fuck to save their own race now. So that's... Yeah, we had to make porn for them because they weren't actually fucking each other. So you're telling me there's panda porn out there? Porn for pandas. Yes. Okay, and have you have you happened to actually see any of this porn for pandas, Jack? No, I plead the plead, plead the fifth again. Of course, of course, right? Okay, uh, this is what I have to deal with every week. Okay, well, um, all right. If you had any last words uh, to the last panda on Earth, say you had a a gun to its head, what would it be, Jack? Just fucking die already. Thank you, Jack. You're welcome. I'm Josh with Very Dark Very Quick, and your name is? My name is Mike. Mike, okay. Mike, how you doing tonight? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Doing great, doing great. Okay, so uh, Mike, I'm actually here with uh, Very Dark Very Quick, and we're actually talking about conspiracy theories. Do you take any stock in them? How do you feel about them? Do you have a favorite conspiracy theory? Oh, my gosh. Um, well, I mean, it's, it's case by case, but conspiracy theories... You know, you're not healthy unless if you're thinking, okay, what is true and what is not when it comes to the big things. Let's take JFK. Uh, I have yet to see the new release JFK documents in the last couple of weeks that have just gotten declassified. But uh, the magic bullet, let's see what that's about. And then uh, let's move on to things like, okay, 9-11. Who knows when that will be released. Um, so anyway... I think it's healthy to consider, but also make sure that you look into it yourself. Don't just go by somebody else's words. That's the hardest part of conspiracy theories. If you just listen to somebody else, you get sucked in, and then you could be wrong. Good deal. Okay. No, that is true. That is true. And uh, so, yeah, uh, definitely being free-thinking. That uh, I, I will definitely agree with that. Uh, I usually don't like to put my own opinions out there, but I would definitely agree with that one. Um, how do you feel about aliens, Mike? Oh my gosh! Uh, as a as a science person, I don't see how there's not some type of life somewhere else in our infinite universe. Now, aliens that could come visit us in a ship and stick probes up your rear end—that's a totally different topic. But you know what? I don't know. <laughs> would you Would you actually want an alien to stick a probe up your up your rectum? Not me personally, but. Uh, there's some lady down the street that sounds like she always would like that. Does she happen to wear a tinfoil hat? No tinfoil hats. She just has lots of uh, male visitors. Oh, I see. Okay. All right. And uh, and what if any of those male visitors were actually aliens? How do you feel about that? I'd be like, um, why do you look normal? Mm, okay. Gotcha. Well, <laughs> Camouflage. Yeah. Camouflage for sure. Camouflage, for sure, for sure. Okay, well, there you have it. Uh, so do you have any any last words to uh, to any aliens that could be possibly listening to us in the cosmos, Mike? 
Uh, if you are listening, please make sure that uh, you talk to the smart people, not the dumb people, because the dumb people are going to shoot you. Okay, bye. Okay, well, there you have it. Thank you so much, Mike. Appreciate you. Thank you, guys. All right, thank you. You want to do Alex Jones quotes to get out of here? Yeah, that sounds good. You got one? I'm like a chimpanzee in a tree jumping up and down, warning other chimpanzees when I see a big cat coming through the woods. I'm the weirdo because I'm sitting in a tree going, ooh, ooh, ah, ah, ooh, 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 ah, ah. (laughs) (laughs) That's a real quote of his. Every time we look, they're killing the Jews. <laughs> Every time you look. Just quit looking. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> if I were a Jew, I'd want you to cover your eyes. <laughs> All right, Aaron, I guess we better wrap it up. Uh, we've gone as far down the rabbit hole as we possibly can. Uh, before we do, uh, I would like to talk about what we've done with the show just for a minute. And Aaron, this uh, this week came with some good news. Uh, we've started to get noticed. We've started to get some downloads. And uh, we found out that uh, a network wants to pick us up. Pretty exciting stuff. That is very exciting. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see how that works. Um, I want to thank anybody who's downloaded this thing and listened to it. Uh, I hope you're enjoying it. Uh, but I would ask that if you do enjoy it, please tell a friend. Tell Absolutely. a family member. Just don't tell the cops. Yeah, don't tell the police. We have yeah. warrants. Yeah, if you could keep us out of that, that'd be great. Um, and anybody that you want to point to, we're on iTunes, we're on Google Play, we're on Stitcher. Is that it? Is that all I need to plug? I think that's about it, yeah. You you can get us on Twitter, uh, and we are at very D, very Q. Um, you can hit us on Facebook. Just look up Very Dark Very Quick. Uh, we will have a web page at some point, uh, our very own little web page. Uh, so that maybe we can at least have a place where all this stuff is collected. Um, but again, I, I want to thank anybody who's listened to it, especially if you don't know us or you're not our family. Yeah, we love you guys. We yeah. want to have your babies. Yeah, please. Please <laughs> impregnate me. All right, buddy. I think that's it. Good times, Mike. Really enjoyed it. Uh, like you say, we jumped down the rabbit hole, and uh, now we're through the looking glass. I'm going to go get drunk. Thank you for joining us. Please tell your friends and neighbors about us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. This episode of Very Dark, Very Quick featured Mike, Aaron, Josh, Jeremy, Crazy Vicky, Volk, and Jordan. Music by Fish Hands. Check him out on Bandcamp.com. Novella and Dishamai in the war. Here is your groups the Hollywood set. Valorous, it wasn't your. This has been Rogue Media Network podcast.